everywhere I go, I see his face. I just really miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. You going to be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work. Because I am going on vacation. Heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Answer Fury. Phone. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. What up, dorks? What's up? We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo's. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. That reminds me when I first fell in love. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. This is Mr. Beck. We could have used someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. The snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. There's gotta be someone else you can use. What about Thor? Off-world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. But I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Bitch, please, you've been to space. What do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. Oh my God. I just always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. Are you going to step up or not? I gotta get you guys out of here! Get on the jet! Who are you? I work with Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. New plan! Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. Uh, my name is Dwayne, and today we finally have our spoiler review. Full spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home. Movie came out on Tuesday, so now we are free to talk all the spoilers, everything that happened and stuff. Uh, today, with me, I am joined by some special guests. First things first, my co-host from the Cinemania World Show and the Cinemania page and YouTube, Alex Madden. Alex, what's up? Good morning. What's going on? Still reeling from this summer last night. I don't know what the hell I watched from that movie. Listen, I still gotta watch it, and I'm <laughs> and I'm and I'm excited. Um, we're also joined from the Cinemania page, uh, Hannah. Hannah, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Really, really good. Pretty good, especially after a show last night it was a hot mess. But um, <laughs> have yet what, to post what, it. What, what was that? What happened last night? No, we just had a we had a long show and we just were talking about so much stuff and it was ridiculous. It was all over the place. It was a <laughs> but it was a good it was a good all over the place. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, all right, and we are also joined for the first time to the show from YouTube, Ren Geekness. Ren, how are you? Hi, Dwayne. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I can't wait to talk about everything that I saw in Far From Home since I couldn't talk in my spoiler-free review and I'm in the <laughs> 
same emotional state as Alex because I also watched Midsummer last night, and it's a doozy. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard. I'm going to see it this weekend, and I'm excited. Um, all right, so if you didn't realize by the thumbnail of this video or, you know, my introduction, this is a spoiler review. So if you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, you need to buy yourself a ticket and go see it. Come back and then enjoy this review for it. We're going all spoilers. Uh, so spoiler warning in three, two, one. All right, spoiler time. Woo! All right. So I don't know, I don't know how you guys wanted to do this, but I mean, I'm not really into the whole let's go do the movie beat by beat by beat. I yeah. feel like whatever comes to us naturally will come to us. Um, but I guess the big spoiler that I must discuss and I must talk about is he's back, ladies and gentlemen. J.K. Yes. Simmons, J.K. <laughs> J.K. Simmons, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson is Bless. back in and in, in the MCU. Who would have ever thought? Um, yeah, it's it was it was a Alex and I screening. Everyone like jumped up in their seats, yeah. and there was a guy. I I tell I tell I talk about the guy every time. There was a guy in the middle row who just had his hands over his head, standing up. In complete shock. I think someone had to tell him to sit down because he was just in so much shock. What did you guys think about this um, reveal and this post credit scene? I think the best post credit scene in the MCU for me. Um, what did you guys think, Alex? I'll start with you. Uh, that was that was a very big surprise. Best kept secret in Hollywood. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. Yeah. It was just um just amazing. I can't. I don't know how they pulled it off. I don't know how yeah, they kept it in a secret. Did they have him as a part of the cast on IMDb? I don't even know. He's there now. Yeah, yeah, he's there now. He wasn't there. He wasn't there before. I, I think so. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Ren, what about you? What did you think about that? Uh, I was that guy at my cinema that you're talking about <laughs> because as soon as he show up, because his voice comes on screen before his image comes on screen, and this is a cinema full of families and children and. I'm not sure if I can swear on here, so I'll just say. Oh, that go I... ahead, go right at it. Okay, yeah, go right ahead. So everyone is just like, <gasps> everyone is is letting out of breath, and I'm like, they fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was me. <laughs> yeah, I that was, was the, um, that, that was everybody at our screening, and then everybody it like we live in Boston, so it's like. Oh. Everybody like the theater erupted like another Boston team just won a championship. <laughs> That's yeah. the best way to describe it. Like I remember, um, and then we were we sat next to these um we sat next to these high school kids, and I don't think the high school kids knew, um, I don't think they knew how big this was. I think yeah. because they were um, I think if I had to guess, they were like sixteen, seventeen. And they probably seen the old Spider-Man movies. They're probably like, oh, I thought he was always in the... I thought he was always J.K. Simmons. You know, like J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. What's the big deal? But um, it's a big deal, okay? It's <laughs> yeah, a big it's deal. Huge um, Hannah, what about you? How did you feel about all of that? Um, I literally... I was sitting next to my brother, and then my sister was sitting next to him. And literally, I kind of grabbed both of them, pushed him to the side, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um, <laughs> I kind of I knew that it was going to happen because people on Twitter were reposting him at the premiere, and like everyone was like, oh, rumor, uh, J.K. Simmons is back as J. Jonah Jameson. But I was still like so in shock and so happy about it because I was like, he's like my favorite part of the Raimi movies, and I just I love it so much. And yeah. 
all three times that I've seen it, uh, when he comes on screen, everyone in the theater just goes, <gasps> like, really big gas, and is right. really excited. Uh, this, like, I think he, the kid behind me yesterday, he had to have been, like, seven or eight. He literally jumped up and started, like, screaming. He was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so he knew? He knew yeah. that's all. That is awesome. Yeah. That's oh, a, yeah. What a fan. That's great a, to hear. That's the best seven or eight-year-old. Because I, I swear to God, everyone screamed. And then the two high school, the two high school people that we met at the screening, they were just like, "What's happening?" Um, but like, exactly. yeah, they were like, "What's going on?" So it's like, damn, is the Spider-Man is the Raimi movies really that old now? I mean, I'm 18, so yeah. I so am. I'm like, I, I mean, mean, so yeah. I. Mean, I I didn't think they were going to introduce uh, J. Jonah Jameson in this movie because the uh, I I just assumed that in the Spider-Man in this Spider-Man universe they wasn't going to have a J. Jonah Jameson, but the fact that they did and they had him is just great to to watch and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Um, now let's get into the let's get into the second let's get into the uh, second post credit scene, and that was the whole uh, Nick Fury reveal. Of that, the scrolls were Nick Fury and Colby Smulders, um, Agent Hill. I don't want to say Colby Smulders, but Agent Hill. Uh, <laughs> they were scrolls. I didn't for this. Okay, so for this one, I didn't really. I was like, oh, uh, okay, because yeah. last, yeah, because last week in the screening, so um, they had the last the screening that we had last week for the movie. They took out, they took our phones out, like they took our phones and everything. It was like a big screening. They was covering something up, and I'm wondering as we're walking in, they had a, they was wanding us. They it was like a bunch of stuff. It was uh, it was like TSA in an airport. Yeah, it was like <laughs> like maybe a little bit more. I'm like, yo, this is like yeah. worse than TSA because like I mean, <laughs> they, we didn't take off shoes or anything, but literally it was insane. Um, so I'm like, okay, they're covering something up with this movie. What is it? And it was it was of course J.K. Simmons. I would I would say, and some people were like, oh, maybe because Mysterio. I'm like, I mean, who doesn't know Mysterio is gonna be bad? In I the know. movie, yeah. but I assume it was the J.K. Simmons. Is what they wanted to cover up and say for for the big reveals for everyone for that reaction. I'm sure they were anticipating the big reactions from audiences. Um, but so the first time Alex and I saw it, we wasn't able to see the uh, second post credit scene because they oh. people next to us we were together and they wanted to get their phones, and um, oh. so then. Alex and I finally watched the post credit scene on Tuesday when we, we watched it, and it was fine. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I could have done without it. Uh, what'd you guys think? Uh, Ren, what'd you think about, about the, the next post credit scene? I, li I like the scene. I think it works, but I think I like the theories of what it could mean behind it rather than the scene itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, yeah, I can. I because I, I was like, okay, so this does this mean? At first, when they did it, I was like, okay, no way. This entire time, Nick Fury was a scroll. That would be yeah. just. I was like, there's no way. But then he's he's there, but he was just on vacation, which yeah. is interesting enough. Um, Hannah, what about you? Did you like this post credit snack? The second one. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, I don't really know kind of any theories as to what it means or anything. I just kind of thought that that's why Nick Fury was acting weird the whole movie. Because initially, I knew that he was acting weird the whole movie because he just, like, wasn't written how he usually is. And in my mind, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh, okay, my theory is coming true that this whole movie is an illusion, right? And it's, like, <laughs> Mysterio's way of he how he wants Nick Fury to be perceived, right? And... Then the reveal happened, and I was like, oh, I'm fucking wrong. Um, I'm definitely stupid. Uh, he's just badly written in this. And then 
And that was kind of, like, my one issue with the movie that I had. Like, my big issue with the movie, my first watch. And then that post credit scene happened, and I was like, oh, so he isn't badly written. He's just Talos. Understandable. Yeah, I, um... Yeah, because I didn't... Okay, so I didn't realize until the second watch, now that they hold, they re- the whole reveal scene happened, um, then I was like, oh, he was kind of funny. He wasn't like... He didn't feel like the same Nick Fury from like the first Avengers or, you know, any of those movies, or Rented Soldier or anything like that, or even Captain Marvel, so it did feel kind of off. But then I guess that did make sense. Alex, what about you? What do you think? Um, I actually guessed it the second time. I didn't guess it the first time, but I guessed it the second time what? we watched because... If you look at the way Nick Fury speaks in the movie, the way Samuel L. Jackson delivers his lines is exactly the same way Ben Mendelsohn delivers his lines as Talos. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, there are like some mm-hmm. scenes where I was like, "Is he a scroll?" And then that, <laughs> and then, and then that post-credit scene happens. I was like, "Yep, I was right." There's no way. I there's <laughs> yeah. no way you guessed that they were scrolls. I would have never guessed. There's like, no yeah. way. Yeah, I I need I, was, I need some I, medical no. proof. <laughs> I need well, some like, proof. Because <laughs> like the first thing that popped into my mind, I was just like, why is he like delivering his lines like Ben Mendelsohn? And then it turns out it is Talos as Ben Mend- like it's Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. I was like, right. oh. That's I mean that was a that was a little nice surprise I would say like you know because yeah. I did I did you know Captain Marvel whatever you thought about it I did really like Ben Mendelsohn's Talos a lot and yeah. I like this I like the switch that some scrolls are good and stuff yeah. like that and they are some of the good ones and it's cool because I a lot of some what, what someone else said was that maybe the reason why he's up in space now is because like you know they just had the biggest threat in history of their history you know with with Thanos and then everyone wiping out so he's trying to keep keep tabs on everything so now he's in space he's with captain marvel and i'm sure they want to catch up i guess um and stuff so i thought that she was going to show up too like she was just going to be like i don't know like coming out of the you know like come like drop like swooping with her powers and her short hair and that all that stuff that would have been, been cool though it would have been yeah. i would have i would have liked that because you know um, I, i'm i'm pumped to see more captain marvel action and stuff yeah. in the future and i think her and spider-man and black panther are going to be like the core three uh yeah. similar similar yeah. to how it was the core three before with store iron man and um captain america i think the core three now going forward is uh spider-man black panther and captain marvel so i'm excited no to love see for dr strange yeah he hasn't well, got a second movie yet yeah, I mean, his is coming, but I feel like I no, I'm not saying that they won't be focused on, but the core Avengers throughout the entire Infinity Saga were those three guys. I mean, they're the ones who got trilogies and stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Doctor Strange. We'll see what he does. I know Marvel is gonna announce their slate at all at Hall H, which will be there, yeah. Alex. Ooh. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, it's definitely gonna be Spider Man as like the leader. I think. You you think so? Like, I think I don't, so. I don't think, I think so. I, I think, I think I Doctor think Strange is. Yeah. The leader? Yeah. yeah, I think that yeah. Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, and Black Panther are probably going to be the core three, and I think that they want to keep the Spider-Man movies kind of adjacent still. Yeah. I, I I just I just kept hearing things that they had big plans for Spider Man and and I don't see Spider Man as the leader now. I know they want to yeah. lock Spider Man for years and years and years because oh, he's yeah. still he's yeah. still in high school. I mean he can't be like oh we gotta well, you know what I mean. He's still like he got <laughs> he's he has to get them grades up. Yeah, yeah. He has they, to, don't they 
don't they have like seven more Spider-Man movies planned with like Tom Holland? They have a lot. Listen, he has to get his SATs done. He has to. He has a lot to (laughs) focus on. College application. Right. He can't be doing. He can't be leading the Avengers right now. Although I'm up for it when he's like you know 23 or something. Yeah, that's Um, honestly what I want to see. I want to see Tom Holland play Spider-Man for like another like. 25 years i i yeah. that's let's let's well that's not even crazy to think about because i mean wolverine was wolverine for how long like Seven, 17 years so yeah Seven, that's not really years. so that's not really insane to think about spider you, like yeah and when you really think about it tom holland's not gonna be that old either he'll only be like what in his 30s yeah, yeah 20 something now maybe like late 30s early 40s See, that makes me so yeah. happy that they went out and got a young Spider-Man. I was so against it at first when I heard about it. I was like, no, I don't want a kid Spider-Man. I want an older, you know, at least, like, but middle-aged Spider-Man. Don't um, you I, really? Well, don't I, you? Oh, wow. see, I actually, so when they were looking for a new Spider-Man, I really wanted, what is the guy? The Maze Runner dude. I no, wanted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, I wanted- if you throw some... If you throw some glasses on him, that's Peter Parker. That's old Peter Parker, yeah. twenty five years old. I, agree. I I wanted him, but then because he was in he was in talks, but then yeah. they kind of scrapped him because they wanted younger. I'm like younger than Dylan O'Brien. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> um, and then they said Asia Asia Butterfield, and I was like, oh god, please uh, no. Uh, I, um, uh, I was yeah. down for him though. No, oh, I was like, oh, god, please. He just looked. He has too much of a baby face. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. looks like. It's eight and not, you know, like Tom Holland, he's fine. He's starting to get that. He got that. He got that chiseled chin and stuff. And he looks, he looks great. Um, so I was down. I wasn't when they, when they announced Tom Holland, I was like, um, I mean, okay, we'll see. But then civil war completely changed my mind. I love, I love his introduction scene with Mary, with, um, with Aunt May and Tony Stark and, you know what I mean? I loved all of that. So then I was completely on board with Tom Holland after that. And then after Homecoming and Infinity War and Endgame and this movie, I'm I'm all for years and years and years to come for Tom Holland. Um, yeah. He's great. He's one of, yeah. he's like my favorite Spider-Man. He's yeah, great. He's, he's the definitive on-screen Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I still want. I still want Dylan, Dylan, Dylan O'Brien somehow to do it to do a role. I would I love know. to see him do it. Maybe like I a maybe like a like a multiverse Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. he's Ben Riley. Some, yeah, something like Scarlet Spider. I don't know. Something would be cool. But um, all right, let's get back into the movie. What did you guys think of the opening? Not the uh, scene with the uh, the sand elemental, which was cool, but the opening oh, of how gosh. they, yeah, and how they explained yeah. the blip and all that stuff and, you know, the snap and how, like, I thought it was very kind of, it was, because they were doing it as, like, comedic stuff, but I thought it was very like kind of scary how like they're in the middle of this basketball game and the people just start disappearing. Oh, I was, yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh fuck. I remember in the theater, I was like, oh my God. You know what I mean? That's that's really that's scary. So yeah. uh Ren, what do you think about the opening scenes and all that? I, I really liked it because it shows you the perspective of the people who still have no idea that there was this purple alien with a giant glove that snapped his fingers and made people disappear. For most of the world, <laughs> they just the people just disappeared and and that even that montage at the beginning, on the perspective of high school kids, they would think that that was extremely sentimental and really touchy. I, I especially love the Comic Sans font on the letters that he used. <laughs> yeah. That was an amazing touch. And, and the, the thing of, of the people disappearing in the middle of the basketball game and coming back, that's the thing that high school kids would easily forget because they're assholes. I mean, we all go through that <laughs> asshole yeah. phase. So to me, it really worked, and it show again. The, it showed the 
the realistic perspective of people who would have no idea what actually happened. Yeah, I I totally agree because I was watching that and then it got me thinking like, you know, see, so we all saw what happened when he snapped his fingers and like all of our heroes went. But what about like people in their everyday lives and stuff? I mean, we saw some of that in the um, post credit scene for Infinity War. People just driving, people on a helicopter. Um, I'm I'm surprised they didn't show like a plane like falling or something like that. But maybe that's what that would have been like too hardcore. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like, like dark. <laughs> that's like dark. Yeah. So I I'm just thinking about everyone in their everyday lives. Hey, Susan, meet me for coffee, and then whoosh, and she's gone. And then you got like you know like drug dealers or something. They're like, hey, yeah, let's go get that. And then whoosh, they're gone. Or like military <laughs> people. I don't know. I was thinking about everyone. Like what would have happened to everyone? So that was a good little scene of like showing that and um the the comedic the comedic tones of that scene as well with that guy from bumblebee forget his name but he's just so so funny funny. he's so funny yeah he is so great i wish he was like a part of the group that went out to you know that i wish he was a part of that group that went out you know because he's he's so that he didn't go yeah he's so charismatic and he's so funny he would have been a nice touch to the movie um but i think they wanted to focus on the core the core like friends and all that stuff from the last one which i'm fine with but i you know he's really he's really really good and underrated um alex what about you what did you think about the opening kind of montage and the scenes and the explanations and stuff yeah i agree with everything you guys are saying um it's really interesting to see like a marching band just disappear in the middle of a basketball game but i think uh, the comedy is done really well too because when they come back from the snap or what they call in this movie the blip, don't they don't they come back in the middle of a basketball game too? And yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> everybody, yeah. So I thought I thought it was done really well with both like the seriousness and the comedic stuff. Uh, it's just I kind of wish after that sequence uh, we had the scene in the trailer with Spider. man Yeah, I was gonna talk about that. The uh, yeah. the scene that was the scene that was cut. I don't know why they cut it, but um, before we go go there, uh, Hannah, what about you? I thought it was really really funny. It's interesting to see that with an audience, especially seeing it three times, because like every time that I've seen it, people didn't know whether to laugh or like still be upset about what happened in Endgame. And I know there's, like, a little bit of controversy right now because people are saying that that scene kind of undercuts Endgame and makes fun of it. Um, oh. I disagree. I think it's yeah. what yeah. high schoolers do. I think it's it, I think it's hilarious. Um, that low-quality vis- uh, image of vision, like, cracks me up oh. every time I see it. <laughs> I was like, y'all better put some respect on Vision's name. What is going yeah. on? They just, um, like, this the- rendered photo of him. I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> so image- good. In Memoriam Part 2 is funny. Yeah. yeah, it was because I remember watching it the first time. I was like, "What is happening? What does this song have to do with all of this?" But I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, the memorials and all that yeah. stuff. Um, one other thing about the movie too that that I feel I'm glad they wasn't. I'm glad I didn't get tired of it. Um, I felt like there was too too much Tony Stark. Iron Man stuff like everywhere you went there was kind of like a, a mural or a photo or something or somebody with a mask or something like that um but I guess that was kind of to, to show how Peter's feeling and how he just he just lost that guy and now he sees him everywhere he goes and stuff um so I I, I guess that works I saw it as uh he saved the whole world and everyone knows yeah, he did right. so yeah. right you know right. everyone's celebrating him this isn't too long after Endgame so yeah Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it works on, on both fronts for people and to show the reach of not only the Avengers, but of, of Tony's actions by doing the snap. 
Yeah. 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 So that's why at the end of the day, I didn't, I was like, okay, that doesn't really bother me because I get it. He's they want to really kind of harp on the fact that Tony Stark was the savior of all this. He brought everyone back. Um, you know, they all did all the Avengers and stuff. So, um, that was fun. But yeah, they um they cut they so the scene that's in the trailer that's in like the the last big trailer that they that they did was not in the movie, and that was the scene where he's in an Iron Spider suit and he's taking out all these thugs. And I really wanted to see that because I thought what I was missing in the last Homecoming movie was I was missing a lot of Spider Man like action sequences with him fighting people. You know, yeah. they had a, you know they had a lot of him saving people and stuff like that. I don't have a problem with that, but I want to you know I like. That's part of Spider-Man where he's taking people's out and using his webs and all that stuff. And there's not really a scene in this movie with that because he's fighting drones and he's fighting, you know, illusions with Mysterio, uh, which we'll get into because good Lord. Um, and <laughs> so were you guys bothered or were you guys like fine when, you know, they kind of cut that scene out and then kind of he was already on the getting ready to go on the trip. What do you guys think, Alex? I'll start with you. Yeah, uh, I kind of would have preferred that scene to be in the movie uh, just for the sake of pacing because I think the first 20 minutes of the movie paced pretty poorly uh, because you have you have the opening scene with Jake Gyllenhaal in Mexico, then it just cuts to black, then you have the stuff at the high school, then you have the whole thing with uh, Spider-Man and Aunt May at the, what was it, like the support group thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then like all of a sudden it's like they're back in school, and then five seconds later they're on the trip. I'm like, okay, that was a little too quick. Right. Uh, I think I think I wanted to have that scene that was cut with Spider-Man fighting the thugs like after the Aunt May support group scene. That's what I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna like okay, because after the Aunt May like you know fundraiser foundation, which reminded me of the video game in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it reminded me of the video game and how Aunt May is portrayed in that game. But, like, um, yeah, so I thought after that, once Spider-Man leaves and he goes and, you know, kicks it on, a, on like, a rooftop or whatever, I thought he was going to see something, and that would have been the introduction to that scene, which would have been cool, because now, you know, he wants to sit there and kind of sulk and kind of, you know, be upset, but then you still have the responsibility of fighting these people um, and stuff. So I would have I loved to see that, but they didn't show it. I wasn't too bummed, but I was like, oh, I would have liked to see that. Uh, Ren, what would you think? What about you? Uh, I wasn't bothered because I didn't see that trailer. Because <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> I, I only watch the first trailers and I go as blind as possible. I want a little taste, but I, I go as blind as possible to to movies. So I didn't see that scene until I was editing my review and putting clips uh, in mm-hmm. front of some of the bits. Uh, but I think they will double down on that stuff of Spider-Man fighting thugs in the next film because he'll be trying to prove his innocence. So I think we'll... I think it will compensate for what was missing in this one. Right, right. And that's um because that's one of the things about Spider-Man that I love, just him, not just, I'm not just saying like, oh, some violence, some, you know, beat him up, you know? <laughs> but like, you know, that's one of the things that I like about Spider-Man is that while, while he's fighting, even like in the video games when you're, like the new one that came out last year, when you're playing, you're yeah. using your mind, you're using all of his gadgets and his skills and his, you know, his brain. And that's what I wanted to see that because I felt like we were missing. I mean, there was a little kind of thing in Homecoming when they were on the boat, um, but that's yeah. about it, you know, and then like he kind of fights Vulture kind of in the end, um, kind of. Um, and then so, yeah, so I wanted to see some Spider-Man action. Hannah, what about you? Um, it didn't bother me. Uh, I am kind of bummed that we didn't get to see more of him, I guess, messing around in New York before um, 
before he went on the trip because uh, the bodega guy was in the trailer. And I was really excited about that because I love the bodega guy from Homecoming and he wasn't in the movie. That kind of bummed me out. And right. I thought that scene of him going and getting his passport was cute in the trailer. But the action didn't bother me. I know that uh, Tom Holland said that it was like uh, wasn't needed and John Watts cut it for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I think that they stepped it up with action in this movie. Uh, so that didn't bother me. Right. And, um, yeah, I agree with you. I wanted to see, um, because we still, luckily at the end of the movie, they finally give us the big uh, swing around New York. Cause I was worried we wasn't going to get that again. I was like homecoming. We didn't really get that. Uh, the swing, you know, Spider-Man will be loved to watch Spider-Man do. And that's, you know, swinging around New York and listen, <clears throat> no matter how you feel about, no matter how you feel about the amazing Spider-Man two, that's some of the best stuff in that movie. When Spider-Man is just swinging everywhere yeah. and stuff, because you know, a lot of, a lot of his acrobatics and all that is, is on full display and it looks great in those movies. And that's what I wanted from this movie. And they finally did it at the end, which was really cool. He was, Using the uh, using the uh, the wings, kind of you know the web wings a little bit too, and a corporation to the swinging. So I'm glad they um, did that. I guess that was also in the trailer too, some of the swinging. But he was in his old suit, um, so yeah. they kind of switched it to the new suit at the end. I love at the end too when he was texting texting um, um, MJ while he's swinging. So great, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, "Don't don't, don't text, text and swing." Don't swing and text. I, I, I love them too. So let's get right into them too. Um, their relationship, there we finally saw them get together in the movie by the end, and we saw their progression throughout the movie and the whole plane stuff where he wanted to sit next to her. Then when he's in the bathroom and he's like trying to clean the seat for her, then he comes out as that freaking dude again. Um, I love all, I love all of that. Um, so what do you guys, what did you guys think about the setup of Peter and MJ and this this time around in this movie? Ren, I'll start with you. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. It 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 makes you feel so much for them. And I'm, I'm not really the touchy feely guy who likes this sort of stuff in, in any movie and thinks it's exaggerated. I like that the Betty and Ned version and I adored <laughs> the Peter and, and MJ version. And while one was supposed to make you annoy that the characters purposely. So then there's this one who's just so genuine and innocent and just feels like, like a true beautiful summer love, which it actually is when you look at it. So it it worked on all fronts. Even the fact that she that she accuses him of, of being Spider Man and he's like <laughs> super nervous, and then she's mm -hmm. like, "Oh no, I was just like sixty seven percent sure that you were Spider Man." Yeah, just I, everything about him just works for me. I I love that so much too because I love the fact that how they change it up this time around when it comes to a relationship for Spider-Man, because in all the other kind of reveal scenes, whether it was the Raimi ones or the um, the uh, the newer, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, that reveal that I'm Spider-Man is like a shocker scene, and I love that they change it up this time around, where it's like, you know, dude, you're always gone when he shows up, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're never, when something crazy about to happen, you're never around, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, even in the beginning, too, they kind of hinted that she knew, where she's yeah. like, where were you? I was running. He's like, oh yeah, I was running, too. And I'm like, I mean, I need I need Peter to be a better liar because I'm just like Peter. Come on, like, um. But I loved, but I absolutely adored their relationship in this movie. I felt the fact that it was so awkwardly good 
their chemistry is so great, them two, Tom Holland and Zendaya. They become my favorite Spider-Man on-screen couple just because I, I love them two so much Rich. together. Um, yeah, I love I love their dynamic. I love the fact that he's getting her a gift that has something to do with murder, <laughs> and, and the fact that you it's know, so like, good. Yeah, the Black Dahlia. I'm just like, this is just so great. I love that. I love that. You know, MJ is kind of goth and into like death, and you yeah. know what I mean. And she's in, and she's just she's so cool because like she she's one of those she's one of those like high school girls who like they come off as very very tough but deep down they're just like they just kind of they're vul- they're vulnerable and they're just looking for someone to trust really and put their walls down and she's that person i love that so much and by the end peter has her walls down and she trusts him they go swinging which is like my favorite scene um when they're when they're swinging and of course like i love the fact that at the end when they're swinging they're not like it's so realistic because they're not like oh my god this is so pretty and it's like swinging <laughs> nah, she's, out. she's fucking <laughs> she's fucking terrified she's like what the fuck like never doing that again <laughs> yeah she's like put me the fuck down this is like I, it was it was great uh, i love that he drops her Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, then, and then when they land, when they land, her hair's are her hair is all like fizzy and fuzzy, and it's just it's amazing. Uh, Hannah, what did you think about the relationship? I just want to praise Marvel real fast for giving MJ a personality. Literally in yes. the Raimi movies, no personality in the web movies, no personality uh, for Gwen. I mean. Like, there's no, <laughs> the love interests have no personality, and they're always a damsel in distress. Never once in this movie is MJ a damsel in distress. Yeah. I love to see a leading lady with a personality, and she's such an individual, and I love it so, so, so much. And I'm just so happy. I'm, I'm really happy that this is happening. I, I totally agree because I love how I love how when everything's over too, she's running with that damn thing, that that weapon. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I brought I brought that just in case, and you know that's just so great. I love what they do with her in the movie and stuff like that. Um, Alex, what did you think? Yeah, uh, basically everything that uh, we've said so far. Like, I love how she's not a damsel in distress because I mean, it was so annoying in the Sam Raimi ones when. MJ was taken hostage by the villain, and then it's like, oh my god, like, stop screaming, Peter, every five <laughs> seconds. Stop making Peter Parker cry, please. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then I don't I don't really remember if Gwen Stacy was a damsel in distress, really, in the other two. I really, she was. <laughs> I really don't give a shit about the other two, so... Uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad they changed it up a lot. I, I love the dynamic. Tom Holland and Zendaya have such good chemistry. They do on, on screen, like it's so like it makes their relationship so much more believable. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I totally agree. They had the best Spider-Man chemistry. I, I, I just think they're so great. Yeah. Um. There's not one thing I dislike about their relationship. I just like how it and it, like it doesn't feel forced. They're not saying I love yeah. you. They're yeah. Kids. They're like I like I like this girl and I love that. Um. You know, he just wants to t- he wants to take her to the Eiffel Tower and just you know swoon her and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> That's what you want to do to a girl when you're seventeen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? When you're 17, you're like, yo, I'm going to take her to the top of the mountain and scream. You know what I mean? You're not, you know, now when you get older, you're like, eh, all right, let's go to the store or something. Get some some groceries. You know what I mean? The movies watch Spider-Man. Let's go. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I love that. So let's get into uh, Mysterio and Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Um, yeah. I'll start off by saying that I love me some Jake Gyllenhaal, and I loved his portrayal. I loved the reveal scene. I know the reveal scene is very campy to some, and a lot of people don't like camp, but I love his reveal I scene just it. because, oh, just I because, like, I if you know the comics and if you know the uh you know cartoons and if you know the story of mysterio you know he's gonna be the bad guy but you're just waiting and waiting and it's all about the execution and i think they executed it so well because peter gives him the edith glasses everyone in my audience was like oh my god no and then <laughs> peter leaves and then just the whole I, jake gyllenhaal is just so charismatic he's like see i told you it wouldn't be that hard oh, get this man. suit off me i, I love so that good. so much i, I love I, it I think there's I think there's about two people who could have pulled that scene off, and that's Jim Carrey and Jake Gyllenhaal, and <laughs> yeah. he just sells it so well. Literally, that smile that he yeah. gives oh, yeah. is the perfect say. way of revealing that he's evil. Because as soon as he started doing it, I was like, "Fuck, oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, and plus, and plus too, I love like I love when he gets the glasses. You start to realize everything's an illusion, and as it pans yeah. to him, like he still just got the straight face. But then when the camera comes to a dead stop. And it's just focused on him. That's when the smile comes on. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. he wasn't so hard." <laughs> I love He's that. so good. Yeah. To get this stupid costume off. Every yeah, time, I, 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 every, I love. I just love how they acknowledge how stupid the Mysterio costume. <laughs> but yeah. it's so cool, though. Well, yeah, because that's the that's the thing too that I love about it is because um the story behind why they're doing this is so cool too. Of course, they'll tie into. <laughs> Iron Man and then Civil War was really, really interesting. But yeah. for me, for me, it was the fact of the lines that he was saying that, you know, it's so when you're smart and you build something, everyone, no one really looks at you as a hero. They're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, but he's like, if you throw on a stupid suit and some lasers <laughs> and some and some stuff and some <laughs> illusions, they love you, you know, and it's so true. It, yep. it is yep. so yep. true. If Joe Schmo made like, you know, if Joe Schmo in the corner made like a Spider-Man suit, hey, you want to be like, uh, uh, all right. But then actually seeing somebody swinging from from buildings, it's everyone's like, oh, wow, that's Spider-Man. And that's what he wanted yep. and stuff. And that's yep. what that's what I thought was so cool. Now, now I have now I have like a tradition ever since I saw the movie. Every time I get home from work, get this suit off me. I just I love it. I love I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Ren, what do you think about the reveal scene? Uh, I adore the reveal scene and the whole character of Mysterio because he works on on several different levels. First of all, Jake Gyllenhaal for me, top five working actors today, male actors. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Then there's the reveal scene when you think you pulled off this thing of getting the glasses from the 70 year old kid you would congratulate the people on the team uh, you're awesome because you did this <laughs> you're awesome because you did it you would do that you would gloat i also love that he's such a control freak that yeah. from yes. this moment onwards when things go wrong he just starts losing control he's the director of this thing he's the actor he's the visual effects supervisor he's also thinking of the story in his mind so he's the writer everything about mysterio just work for me because they also didn't, which you mentioned already, they didn't forget what makes the he, the villains of Spider-Man good. And it was what made uh, Vulture good in the last film because he's the working man who was screwed mm -hmm. once again yeah. by Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah. Right. Um, I love the, yeah. um, talking about camp again, I love the 
black and white kind of uh, zooming in shots. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> while they're working for Tony, that was one of my favorite parts of the yeah. reveal scene. I um. So they uh, the reason why once again, and then I love the next scene where the next scene where like he's actually you you actually see him directing all of it because that's Mysterio's origin story. He's a director, yeah. visual arts, you know, director, all that stuff. And the way he's just like, oh, more destruction because he's so he's such a crazy person because you can see it in his head. They're like, yo, that's gonna be a lot of a lot of casualties. Ah, be fine. Yeah. They'll, look, they'll <laughs> look at me as the hero though. It's okay. Um. And then in that scene, when he's like getting crazy and he's telling him about, oh, we got to find that drone. And he's like yelling at the guy behind the uh, keyboard. All William! that stuff. For, yes. Yeah. Like, all, all of that stuff reminded reminded me so much of him from Nightcrawler. And I was just like, was oh, my. Yeah. Like all of that stuff. Because I was just like, oh, my God, this is why I love Jake Gyllenhaal so much. I'm getting this performance. And of course, like. I so he's he talked about um I don't know if you guys seen the video on YouTube of him playing with puppies but he talked oh, about yeah. how yeah. you know how how did you how did you land the role and you know John Watts called him and stuff and then he told and then he said hey I want you to play Mysterio and then Jake Gyllenhaal just asked okay what do you want from the character and I just see him telling oh yeah I want you to be like crazy but not like too <laughs> crazy I want you to be like a crazy director and Jake Gyllenhaal is probably just eating that stuff up like yes I'm <laughs> yes. totally down um I love this scene at the end Two, where like literally the guy there's a there's also a script reader so the guy yeah. is like yeah. telling him the guy's in the corner like yeah more action there's like more drama and Mysterio's like no I need more I need more than that so and, then and Nick's Nick like that's Fury, a bunch of bullshit that's just, no this is bullshit right I just love it I love it so so much I love I love when he's like he's like he's like uh, Janice is the suit ready and then like five minutes later <laughs> did you get the yeah. Yeah, the props I, department. <laughs> I love, I love the line where he's rehearsing the stuff in like the mocap suit, and he's like, "I don't love this choreography, but it'll do." I love that little line. Yeah, yeah. like what sick bastard you are! Like what? Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was like, all great. Like something you, else that I loved was that they used real world context to make the fans and everyone, even us, at least me, to eat up the fact that there would be a multiverse. They know exactly yes. what they're going to believe and even says it in the film, I, I bow to whoever thought of this narrative arc for Mysterio. It's brilliant. Yeah. Guys, because, yeah. Go ahead. Do, do you guys want to talk about like uh, him before? The reveal? How do you guys yeah, feel about right. yeah. oh, yes. Um I I think that it was a uh, I'm stumbling over my words. I think that it was really on Jake John Hall's shoulders to sell him being a good guy for sure. Because yeah. the first part of the movie, it's due to the writing too, of course, but Jake John, he's such a diverse performer that it's like you really do believe that he is, you know, wanting to become this like father figure to Peter and that he's like a warm soul and stuff like that. And I just I love that so much. And I love that scene uh, after Peter leaves the I think uh, little met well, what it, the I don't know what it's called when they went to that performance type thing and they're in that room with Nick Fury and he goes me and Beck and then uh, Mysterio's like oh, my name's Mysterio and then like the yeah. little look. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's let's get right into the um, illusion scene, which I thought was phenomenal. Oh, the way 
the way that scene is set up, it's just so great because, like, you know, and then it was all fake. Like, Nick Fury did not pick him up, nothing like that. When he went, this this was, like, right after he finds out about Mysterio and his conspiracies and then the In whole Berlin. stuff. Yeah, and the whole cute stuff with him and um him and MJ, and then you know they leave, and then he leaves, and then he goes to that building. Um, Kobe Smolders, Agent Hill, she was she she was gone, and then he kind of he kind of made it seem like because he probably wanted to trick him. I mean, well, he did trick him again, but he takes out Nick Fury, and my whole theater was like, oh no, Nick Fury is dead. Um, but then he starts fucking with Spider Man's head, and I love that scene so much when because like this was when i felt like you know the mcu is really trying to differentiate themselves from all of their past movies and i love the fact that there was a corpse a corpse iron man suit and everything oh, and yeah. a grave um i love all the illusions i love that he turned himself into a statue you know because of course he would do that i just love that whole illusion scene so much alex what do you think about that it, that, that's my favorite scene in the entire movie. I love seeing zombie Iron Man, uh, the scene <laughs> where you have all the Spider-Mans fighting each other. I'm like, this is like, the way I compared it is it's straight out of like Arkham Asylum when you have to do the Scarecrow sequences. Yes, yeah. That, that's exactly what it is, but in a Spider-Man movie. And like you said, like, um, the like you have scenes like this a lot now in the MCU that try to be like so different. Like I think it really started with like Doctor Strange where they're mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. yeah really different because you had him going through all the different dimensions in that. And then Captain Marvel, you had her fighting the Supreme Intelligence, and then in this one you have him in the Illusion. You know, so it's like I that it's it's so like zany and outrageous and out there, but it it works so well because it's so it's done so well. And yeah. I mean, that's yeah, my favorite scene in the movie, or even like the ant, even like Ant Man and those in like Ant Man and the Wasp, they go yeah. into the quantum realm, mm-hmm. so you get a little bit yeah. more zany ish and stuff. And this one, what I liked about it is the fact that he was mixing in real time with yeah. the illusion, and because like Peter is fighting all this stuff, and then like when he when he and then when there was like a part when uh, he's fighting, he thinks he's fighting Mysterio. This dude's fighting air, and then he's like, yeah. he, he 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 uses his webs to bring Mysterio down. He's bringing down a pole, and then <laughs> yeah. like he crashes into a wall. He punches a brick wall. He like he falls down something when he thinks that he drops um he drops MJ, which was really cool. Was a, that was a really cool part. And then the whole kind of switch up where like you know you see Nick Fury shoot uh you see nick fury shoot mysterio and then yeah. i i something was weird about that because like out of all the things right now you're asking him who else knows i was like come on um yeah. and my whole theater was like oh yay nick fury remember that alex everybody was like yeah nick fury good stuff and then he's like who else knows and then and then fucking peter 17 year old he's like i know this poor kid he's like oh yeah um mj nan and like i think his girlfriend and then he's like you're so gullible and then i'm like oh it's mysterio again and then he hits a train and i'm like this is just great all right what do you think about that whole scene uh the last time i felt the way i felt watching the mysterio sequence was in endgame and i thought dreams do come true (laughs) <laughs> and this scene with Mysterio was exactly that. Everything about it, the visuals, the fact that he doesn't stop talking, messing with Peter's mind, not only his eyes, and everything just works for this villain, for you to hate him because he's messing with this kid. He's using the person he adored and idolized against him and everything that that person left Peter. 
it was amazing. And I felt the same exact way you did when, when Nick Fury shoots Mysterio. And when he asks him, who else knows? I'm like, ah, God damn it, it's him. Um, <laughs> but it was great. It was so great to see Peter going through this turmoil, not only physically, but more importantly for the character emotionally and getting taken down, as you see on the scenes afterwards, as, as Happy eventually picks him up. Right. Um, and then, Hannah, what about you? Uh, I love this scene just because of how weird it is. Like, mm-hmm. I I didn't read the comics. I don't re- I don't read comics. I just knew who Mysterio was because I, like, did some research beforehand. Like, when he was announced as a villain, I was like, oh, I wonder what, the, what this is all about. And mm-hmm. I knew that he was, like, a special effects artist and stuff like that. And throughout the first half of the movie, I was like, this just isn't, like, weird enough. Like, I heard what Mysterio was, and I was like, this... I still love the movie, but I was like, I just wish they would do more with Mysterio because this could get so weird and so good. And then that scene happened, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Literally that uh, shot of uh, Mysterio taking off his helmet, and it's like a a snow globe and (laughs) Spider-Man's in it, and it's like New York. I can't wait for it to come out on digital and DVD because the stills from that scene are going to be so good. Oh, that's true, Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah, when all the when all the spoilers are out, those those stills are gonna be great, and those shots are gonna be really good too. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, sort of the last act. This is when everything is going down. Uh, Spider Man gets picked up by Happy. He asks Happy, "What do you know about me?" and stuff. I love that. Um, I love the cinematography when they go to these different kind of locations too, because this is when he was in the Netherlands, I believe. Right? Yeah. He's in that. Yeah. He's in that that beautiful garden that got destroyed. By the way, <laughs> yeah, <by> that. <laughs> I thought that would have been the same thing. Yeah, that that poor garden just got demolished. I was like, "Come on, I want one of those flowers at least." Um, I also love before we get into the happy scene. I love the I love this scene with the guy with the cell phone. He's like, "Everyone's so nice here," <laughs> yeah. and, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, sure, here." I was like, "What? You go to you go to <laughs> New York or like Boston and be like, hey, can yeah. you cell phone? No, fuck off, dude.' <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean?" So I love that a lot. <laughs> I I love the scene with the with the prison guard using the mask. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> says, yeah, night monkey. <laughs> yeah, night monkey. Yeah. <laughs> And like the pr- the prisoners like shut the door and go back in. Guards <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you guys okay? Like you know they've been there before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, I love that too. And I was asking, I was like, why is the Spider Man getting his mask back? He's like, yeah, Night Monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, I love that. So I thought I was laughing so much at that scene. Um, go ahead. Night Monkey's the funniest part of the movie. Yeah, really? Night Monkey. Night Monkey, oh, help me. What's your guys? What's your guys' biggest laugh of the movie? Because I know mine. I know too. Um, uh, I have I... two big ones. I have the one where where I don't remember the name of the character, but Martin Starr, who plays one of the teachers, he tells this thing about how his wife uh, faked being blipped to leave him, <laughs> and they had a fake funeral. That was amazing. But my favorite joke is in the third act uh, when the London Bridge Tower Bridge is getting attacked because they're not the same. I learned this recently. Um, and JB Smoove sees the big monster and he's like. Oh, Switches. they're moving together like the Power Rangers. <laughs> I cried. I was. Screaming. Oh my god! I tweeted and tagged JB Smooth and thanked him for making my favorite joke in the entire MCU because I love the Power Rangers and the MCU, and it finally came together. <laughs> I was hysterical. Anna, what was your um, what was your la- la- favorite laugh part that you was talking about? Okay, so this is kind of a little throwaway line. They didn't spend too much time on it. It's literally for like two seconds, but they're on top of the London bus type thing and 
JB Smoove is uh, yelling at Martin Starr about something. Like, he's just freaking out. And just the way that Martin Starr delivers this line, it's literally just, I'm doing my best, Julius. Like, <laughs> screams it. And just the way he delivers it, it had me dying all three times that I've seen it. I literally just need that clip, like, on loop. Like, it makes me laugh so fucking hard because it's so stupid. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have a favorite, because I was laughing a lot. I'm trying to, like, pinpoint some of my favorite, like, laughing moments. I guess maybe when, um at the end, where, like, Happy's talking to Nick Fury, like, oh, I'm glad you got my, um my you know, my warning and all that stuff. And then Nick Fury was like, oh, yeah, I expected something about him all the time. And then and then Agent Hill's like, no, he didn't. He, he didn't expect anything and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And my whole audience was laughing because Nick Fury is, like, then when when Happy's like, oh, Spider-Man will call you. He's like, what? <laughs> He's gonna call me and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. I love that. So the so the um the part where Peter and um Happy are in the plane and then they have that big moment, the the good ep- emotional scene from Tom Holland once again, and his 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 like. His eye work is so good because you look at his yeah. eyes, he starts crying. He's so great at it. Um, he doesn't like full on cry, but he, he's, you can tell he's just on the verge of just like shedding yeah. a bunch of tears. He misses yeah. Tony Stark because right when their relationship was getting off the ground, you know, and, you know, right when they were getting to that point of father son, he dies. And that's just yeah. sad. And mm-hmm. then that's what he's thinking about because every time he gets close, like, you know, I love that about this movie because every time he gets close to, like, having a sort of father figure that he's been missing his whole life, they die. And that's what happened with, you know, um, Uncle Ben and then Tony Stark. And then even when he was getting close to Mysterio, they had that moment yeah. where, like, Mysterio, yeah. like, he thought Mysterio died. And I would have been so sad for Peter if he lost Happy in this movie. I'm glad he did. Oh. Um, I'm glad I'm that Happy's stepping up for Yeah, too. Because yeah. in, if if you remember from Homecoming, Happy didn't want the responsibility of taking care of Peter, but now he sort of feels like he has to, but in a good way. Like you know, yeah. I'm taking yeah, yeah. care of this, taking care of this kid now. I'm in love with his aunt and stuff. <laughs> um, I thought that was all great. But the scene with them two, and then uh, the part where another another good crowd pleaser pleaser uh, moment was when Peter starts making the suit and he's doing like Tony yeah. Stark isms and then happy the great line of like oh you you deal with that I got <laughs> I got the music and then they play Iron Man's like theme and I love that all that stuff um <laughs> yeah. so cool uh what did you guys think Alex I know you had some stuff to say yeah um I mean that that entire scene where he's making the suit that's what makes me think Spider-Man's gonna carry the mantle honestly um because he just, he just reminds me so much of Tony in that movie in that movie that scene um, and it it that's why I was like oh Spider Man's being built up to be the next guy so mm-hmm. um right yeah I can see that actually uh, Ren what do you think what about you and this uh, scene? the the scene with with uh, Peter and Happy might just be my favorite scene in the film uh, not only because it carries the most emotional weight for both characters, and as Hannah mentioned, Happy is stepping up. He even sort of has a, a mini arc and just makes you appreciate John Favreau as an actor so much. Right. My favorite moment is still with him in Endgame when he goes to talk to Morgan and says he's going to buy her cheeseburgers. Oh, but, yeah. but this scene when they're talking about how they miss Tony... It's just such good acting, and the dialogue is on point. The music is not overpowering the scene. I just thought it was a perfect scene in in a film that I already love in general. Yeah, I I totally agree. You know, 
you mentioned Morgan. Part of me wished that she was kind of like a little cameo in this movie. Um, just because I would have loved to seen like I would have loved when they landed back to New York and stuff to just see her there waiting with Mary Jane, like little Morgan Stark, and they hug, you know, her yeah. and Peter. I would have loved that kind of connection. But I mean, it's not like a huge deal. But I just I I loved Morgan Stark from the end game. She was just so great. Her cheeseburgers and all that stuff. Um, Hannah, same thing for you in this scene. You loved it a lot. Yeah, I loved it a lot. Um, in Homecoming, one of my uh, criticisms was that I feel like the movie never really gives itself time to breathe. Like, there's never scenes that are just feel, I guess, easygoing. Um, and in Far From Home, I think that they really proved upon that because there's a lot of scenes where it's just it's just talking. You know, there isn't no action or anything like that. It's just dialogue, and if you feel like you can like take a breath finally watching the movie, like the scene with him and Mysterio, like sitting up and talking, and uh, and the one in the plane, I really liked uh, them both. But yeah, I'm I'm really happy to see Happy um, warm up to Peter, and I like their nice. dynamic a lot. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I can't wait to see more of that. Oh, I I see. I left this movie. I left this movie really in the mindset of I can't wait to see more of everything. I can't wait to see more of Peter and his in his gang and his friends and him and Aunt May, uh, Peter and Happy, Peter and MJ, of course. I want to see more of pretty much everything and stuff like that. So um, last but not least, let's get right into the big besides the um besides the of course dk simmons was great um that whole scene and what that means for spider-man and the mcu going forward was the reveal scene they he said uh mysterio kind of tricked spider-man which is another good mysterio thing because he always like in the comics and the cartoons uh mysterio was always one step ahead of spider-man in some way where he's tricking him and it's always an illusion in mysterio's head where he he finds a way to kind of one-up spider-man and this was like a perfect way to do that because you think he's done you think he's dead you think he's out of it and then that one last punch to the gut of I revealed your secret to the world, you trusted me, and I revealed everything, and I, everyone knows that he's Peter Parker. So, what do you guys think that means for the upcoming movies? And do you think Peter Peter's gonna get away from that and kind of like evade all of that? What do you guys think, Ren? I'll start with you. Uh, I love that scene first of all because we see the um, William, the guy from the first uh, Iron Man movie, he's taking a USB out after Quentin Beck dies. Mm-hmm. And on the post credit scene, they mentioned that someone leaked this footage, and I think it's him. What I like that that implies is that we can possibly see Mysterio as an illusion, as a visual effect, still affecting Spider-Man. So he could come back as a villain, but it's just the guy behind a computer creating illusions. I also love that we're now going to see the Spider-Man that we know and love in New York City being hated by the city, being pursued by the cops, distrusted. I like that after only after two movies, we're finally getting to this point. We've got accustomed to this kind of comfortable life of Spider-Man. And in a movie that seems that he's always being beaten down to the ground, he finally has this moment of relief. He's come back home safe and sound. His friends are safe. He finally has a relationship. And mm. then there's this final stab to the heart um, I, I really, really can't wait to see Spider-Man 3 and Welcome Home. Yeah, Welcome yeah. Home. <laughs> Do you think that's going to be the title? <clears throat> That'd be kind of interesting. Welcome it's got to be something like that. Yeah, it's got to have home in the title. Just for the I think it's going to. 
I think it's gonna have home in the title. So, yeah. um, because I think that's the whole, you know, I think that's kind of the running thing with the Spider-Man movies that they're gonna have home in the titles and stuff. You know, with Homecoming, Far From Home, and Welcome Home, that'd be kind of cool. Um, Alex, what about you and this whole thing? What do you think this means? Uh, the uh, the mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I definitely think people are gonna be after Spider-Man now. I'm curious to see what MJ is going to think of this whole thing. He's going to think it's a total lie or because the look on her face, she kind of had like that confused look on her face a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see if New York's going to turn on him uh, because that will be like, like Len said, it'll be, a, it'll be a hugely like change of scenery for Spider-Man, especially like in the Rami movies where it's like, you mess with one of us, you mess with New York. Like, in all like, almost <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm I re- I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're gonna change that up. Um, I also never thought that the scientist from the original Iron Man would play such a big important role in right. Life, so. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Like, and then uh, lastly, Hannah, what did you what do you think about the whole Peter's ident- identity being revealed? Um, I'm really excited to see how that affects a teenager because. You know, we get we got to see it in the Ray movies, kind of, but Peter's a lot older, and I want to see the kind of ramifications of um, a teenager being accused of all this stuff and how he's going to deal with it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, because I feel like in a teen for a teenager, something like this um, is going to be kind of scary to deal with because you don't know how to deal with something on this kind of caliber. And now, literally, not just like not not just some people know your secret because it's easy to get away with that. Some people know, a couple of friends, maybe like one or two enemies. But now the entire world knows, and the entire city knows. And the fact that he's standing right there with the with the um, he didn't he he didn't like play off anything like oh yeah oh it's whatever he was like oh shit you know what i mean yeah when he says it and people are watching spider-man say oh my god he just revealed my secret um i thought that was one of the best post-credit scenes because it's not just a post-credit scene where it's like oh you see the next villain kind of walking somewhere you see somebody watching spider-man or something like that it was a it was a legit a part of the movie and a a whole kind of like cliffhanger in a way too where it's like This is this is how the next movie and the next phase is gonna be. People know who Spider Man is, so um, I don't know. I love I, I I loved it. I was kind of I was scared for him. I was like, poor guy cannot yeah. catch a break. He's swinging. He's texting. He has a date, you know, and he just can't get away from just reality of that. You're a superhero, and these things are gonna happen. Um, and I I love that about the movie as a whole. And I love that about that post credit scene. But um, all right, I think that's it for our spoiler review discussion for Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm so glad we did this. I was so glad we were able to work it all out and talk about this movie because I loved it and I couldn't wait to talk all the spoilers because there's a lot of spoilers to talk about with this movie, um, more than I thought there was going to be. So, yeah, yeah so now um, let's go around... Let's go run the call, get everyone's social medias and all that stuff. And um, Alex, start with you. Let everyone know where they can find you and what stuff is coming up on your channel this week. All right. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, uh, just my name, Twitter, at Alex underscore Madden underscore, Instagram, at Alex underscore Madden underscore 414, no capitals. Same thing on Stardust, but with capitals. And I should be editing my review for or my rant, rather. Uh, on uh, midsummer, and that should be up probably sometime this weekend. Maybe today, tomorrow. 
We'll All right. And um, special guest, uh, Ren Geekness, where can everyone find you and what's coming up on your channel on YouTube this week as well? You can find me anywhere on social media, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram at Ren Geekness. Uh, I just uploaded my review for Midsummer. I'll have a review for Shaft and a live spoiler discussion on Sunday on my channel of Spider-Man Far From Home to get some of other people's thoughts on on the mm. on the spoilers and maybe something that we forgot to talk about that's not getting to my mind right now. <laughs> um, and then lastly, Hannah, let everyone know where they can find you on Twitter. You guys can find me at Movies and Cats on Twitter. Alrighty, and uh, that is all, everyone. Thank you guys for listening to this video. I mean, to this recording. Uh, really appreciate it. So glad to talk about this movie today with all of you guys and all of you guys listening as well. Um, yeah, happy Fourth to America, all the American listeners and all that stuff. Um, I know in the UK it's just, it's just another day for you guys, but <laughs> but the, it's Fourth yep. of July, Independence but Day. Happy Fourth for you. Um, yeah. Yes, and Happy Stranger Things Day, everyone yeah. too as well. Nope. Um, Right. Uh, so everything uh, is good. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, my name is Dwayne. That was Ren. That was Alex. And that was Hannah. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Adios.